0: It's time for Mary Farfisa's Outer Space Radio Theater.
1: What song does a star sing when it's all by itself? What sound does a comet make when it's flying around? Did you know that the sun Enjoys playing the drums A melody in all that astronomy well, I roam through galaxies looking for sounds that interest me there's too many to mention if I just pay attention Songs and sounds, music and noise Can be as much fun as a box full of toys Songs and sounds, music and noise I'll catch them all with my lasso And bring them to I'm Mary Farfisa.
2: Today's episode The Marvelous Music Box of Moxo Boxo.
0: The planet of Moxo Boxo is one of the strangest planets in the universe. It's called the disappearing planet because with every passing day, a little more of the planet vanishes. It's been happening for centuries. And now, all of the cities that were once spread all over Moxoboxo are crowded into one big city because the rest of the planet has disappeared. Nobody knows why it's happening or how to stop it. So life just goes on as usual on Moxoboxo. Eventually, everyone will have to leave the planet. But for now, there are millions of citizens in its one big city and they stay there because it's one of the most beautiful and exciting cities in the universe. Its buildings are shaped like giant jewels. Its citizens are from fascinating and diverse cultures from all over Moxoboxo. They used to live on the opposite sides of the planet. But over the years, as more and more of Moxoboxo disappeared, they've all had to form one big city for them all to live in. So it's a very exciting place! Briscoe and I were on Moxo Boxo on business, an assignment for the listener's library. Actually, it's Briscoe's assignment. And to tell the truth, the job, picking up an old music box from a music box gallery in downtown Moxo Boxo, sounded as exciting as following Briscoe around one of his old record stores for an hour. So I was letting him handle the assignment on his
1: own.
2: Who can I help you? Hello, my name is Briscoe. I'm here to pick up the Pickle Mixian music box for the listeners' library. Ah, yes, I have the music box
3: right here on the counter, ready to go. And may I say, it's a wonderful choice for them to add to their collection. While most music boxes are mechanical devices, the Pickle Mixian music box contains millions of microscopic pickle mixians who sing an ancient doo-wop song when you open the
2: lid on the box. How interesting. But don't the millions of microscopic pixel mixians get bored in there when they're not singing the song? Oh, not
3: at all. Singing the song's the only thing they can do. And they love singing it. I'll let you in on a secret. They sing it in there all the time. Not just when the lid's open. You have a wonderful collection of music boxes in your gallery. Yes, they're from all sorts of planets and moons. Most consider them a thing of the past and don't find them very interesting. I love things that aren't interesting. Would you like to examine some of my other music
2: boxes while you're here? Hmm. Well, we haven't got much time on Boxo, but perhaps just a few... Your explanation of the winding mechanisms of the antique music boxes was invaluable. And the comparison of ascending and descending scale patterns of early Moxoboxian music boxes from the northern and southern hemispheres was priceless. And so lengthy. I don't know why Mary chose to go to a pop concert in the park rather than spend the afternoon here with us. Mm, Speaking of Mary, I really must be going to meet her. But I have one more question. That painting over-the-counter. Ah, you noticed the painting. Do you like it? Yes, and I believe it's a painting by Raphael Angela, Mona Da Vinci, the most famous painter of Maxo Boxo's Renaissance period. You have a very
3: good eye, my four-legged friend. It is indeed a painting by Raphael Angela,
2: Mona Da Vinci. It's magnificent. But why is it here, in a music box gallery? Look closer and you'll see why. The painting
3: is, of course, a self-portrait of Angela, Mona Da Vinci herself. She stands at her easel. But look at the background. Look at the crowded shelf on the painter's studio. What do you see there?
2: Well, there are some drawing tools, a small scale, a quill pen, and, oh, there. Why, it's a music box. Yes, exquisite, is it not? It's fantastic. A delicate arrangement of jewels and tiny gears nested in a star-shaped box. Look at the detail of the wind-up key on the side of the box. But that holographic image above the box, that seems out of place. Holograms weren't invented on Moxo Boxo for hundreds of years after the Renaissance. How could Mona Da Vinci have painted such a convincing image of a hologram? It seems to be portraying a stream of holographic numeric equations floating just above the music box. As if the music from the music box was generating the calculations. It's amazing. Some say that music box was merely a figment of Mona Da Vinci's imagination.
3: Others claim it is much more. Like what? Some say it is the marvelous music box of Moxo Boxo. A fantastic device that sustains the existence of Moxo Boxo itself. They claim that our planet itself was created by the music from it, and that our planet's existence depends on its playing. You are familiar with the way things on Loxo Boxo are, are you not? Of the mysterious catastrophe that shrinks the amount of livable space on our planet with each passing day. Of course! The Big Nothing. Yes, the Big Nothing. Well, some claim that the Big Nothing is a result of the legendary music box winding down. And that when it finally falls silent, the planet will vanish entirely. Surely, though, that's just a myth. Perhaps. But the legend says that the music box has been passed down and guarded by visionaries and geniuses since the planet was born, protected and wound by people like... Angela,
2: Mona Da Vinci. Well, what do you think? You're an expert on music boxes. Do you believe the marvelous music box of Moxo Boxo really exists? Have you heard or seen anything that makes you think it could be real? Tantalizing
3: stories, centuries of legends, but no, there is no proof. And no, no one's ever walked into my shop with a music box that looked like the
2: one we see in that painting. So, the listeners' library will just have to be content with this music box from Pickle Mix. I'm afraid so, my friend. Give them my regards when you deliver it to them. What a fascinating story! The marvelous music box of Moxo Boxo. It plays a tune that creates a planet. A planet that will disappear if the music box ever winds down. Hmm, that's a strange looking air car. Never seen one quite like that before. On Moxo Boxo or anywhere else. And the way it's just hovering there above me. I can't see through its windows, but It's almost like its occupants are looking right at me. Now, as I continue down the street, it's gliding slowly after me. It's following me. It's coming closer. It actually doesn't seem to be an air car at all. It's like a glistening black jewel cut into a million facets with green lights blinking on and off all along its underbelly. And now, One big green light is forming at it's center, and it's getting brighter. Uh, Hello? Hello? Are you trying to get my attention? Are you following me? You know, you're starting to make me nervous. Especially that big green beam that's coming right at me. Hey, wait a minute. Stop!
0: It was a lot of fun. But where's Brisco? He's late. He gets carried away sometimes when he talks about musical things. But he's always right on time when he says he'll meet me somewhere. I know. I'll call him on my helmet radio.
4: We're sorry. Your call did not go through.
0: That's funny. It's not even connecting. Where can he be?
5: Mary? Mary Farfisa?
0: Yes. That's me. I'm Mary Farfisa.
5: It's so good to see you again.
0: Do I know you?
5: Yes, you do. We met on Fripple Pop 7 during a stardust storm. I am Which Way? You're Which Way? I am.
0: But you're a woman. You're not an intergalactic starship. You're a tall, human woman with stylish red hair and two brightly colored
5: flutterby wings. I downloaded my consciousness into a humanoid android body. That's wonderful! I've been having a wonderful time on Moxo Boxo. This is where I found my android body. It's very nice being able to fit into all these places that an intergalactic starship would never be able to visit. Which way? You're really pretty. Thank you. I'm glad my appearance is pleasing. But the real reason I wanted a humanoid body is, I want to become a dancer. You do? Yes. It's my new passion. I've been taking classes here on Moxo Boxo. That's great. When did you start wanting to dance? It's a rather funny story. Was going through all that recorded music that briscoe downloaded into my music library i began to feel a great love for music mary farfisa i was playing music all the time even as i did other things what other things have you been doing which way well after we parted i became an intergalactic tour guide Why not? I was an intergalactic starship with nowhere to go and nothing to do. I decided to offer tours of outer space to travelers from all over the stars. And the idea was a great success. Tourists came from all over the galaxies to fly through space with me. I would bring them to wonderful and exotic planets and tell them all about the places they were going to. I was having a wonderful time. My slogan was, Which Which way way are you you going? going? Which Which way way will will take take you?" you? That's catchy! It is, isn't it? But I was telling you about dancing. And actually, it was my first experience with dancing that ended my travel business. What happened? Well. One day, I was bringing a full ship of tourists to the planet Flusterblup, and I was listening to music, and everything was fine. But then one of the songs Briscoe had left for me to listen to came on—a wonderful, lively song called "The Grubworm Boogie." And it was so energetic and wonderful that, as I listened to it, I became consumed by an overwhelming urge to dance to move with the music. And that's exactly what I did. You danced? Yes. Without even thinking about it, I started to dance, along with that wild and crazy grub worm boogie. A dancing starship? I never heard of such a thing. Well, the tourists going to the planet Flusterblup wish that they'd never heard of it. One does not want to be on board a crowded starship that has suddenly started to boogie in outer space. Oh no, were there many injuries? Nothing serious, but it was pretty frightening for them. I was shaking sections of the ship I didn't even know I could shake Were the passengers very angry? They filed a complaint with the Intergalactic Board of Tourism. What happened? They took my tour guide license away. Oh no! It's all right, Mary Farfisa. After what they now refer to as the Boogie Incident, I knew that my days as a tour ship guide were over. That's why I decided to download my consciousness into a different sort of body. One that was made to move.
0: It's so good to see you,
5: Witchway. It's good to see you too. But where is Briscoe, Mary Farfisa?
0: Oh gosh, I almost forgot. I don't know where Briscoe is, and I'm getting worried. He was supposed to meet me right here, but
5: he's very late. It is a big city, Mary Farfisa. Perhaps he got lost. Let me see if I can locate him. After all, an intergalactic starship is loaded with all sorts of scanning devices.
0: You mean you're still an intergalactic
5: starship which way? Of course. I have two bodies now, and I'm in both of my bodies at the same time. I'm in the body that's here talking to you, and I'm also in my other body, the intergalactic starship that's orbiting Moxo-Boxo right now. That's cool! Yes! I can look down from the intergalactic starship and see you and I right now, standing on the street talking. And if I look up from here to space with my artificially enhanced bionic eyes, I can see the intergalactic starship looking back down at me. I just don't do things like that very often because it blows my mind. Hmm. Hmm. How very odd.
0: You don't see any sign of
5: him? No. You mean he's just gone? It seems so. But how could that happen? Don't worry, Mary. We'll find him, but perhaps we should get some help. Some help?
4: Like, from who? May I make a suggestion? I have a full directory of all services offered on the planet Moxoboxo. It's
5: a flying
4: jewel, and it's talking to us.
5: These jewels are all over Moxoboxo, Mary. They're information droids. Moxo Boxo's a very confusing place. They help visitors find their way around.
0: Oh, well that's nice. All right, who would you suggest to help us find
4: Brisco? How about a private ear?
0: A private ear?
4: What's a private ear? Private ears are just like private eyes, except instead of looking for things, they listen for things. They're like detectives that anyone can hire. They solve mysteries, they find out information, they follow people you need to keep an eye on, I mean, an ear on. They recover stolen objects and locate missing persons.
0: What about missing space forces?
4: Let me check. Why, here's one now. Zeus Meridian Private Ear. Specialties include recovering stolen objects, finding missing persons, and locating lost space horses.
5: He sounds like our man. He
4: does. Let me tell you how to get to his office.
3: Night had fallen on Moxo Boxo. Darkness slipped down and curled around the diamond shapes of the buildings. The setting sun glinted one last time on the million facets of skyscrapers and towers. And the hopeful glitters of the daytime turned to the more sinister glitters of night. Sleek air cars skimmed between the jeweled tops of the highest buildings. But below on the street, you won't find any diamonds. Or if you do, they're diamonds in the rough. Diamonds in the rough like me. I'm a private ear, and the streets are my beat. My name is... is... my name... shoot. What is my name? What am I going to call this guy? Ah, who am I kidding? I'll never be a writer.
0: Mr. Meridian? Are you Zeus Meridian?
3: Huh? Oh, yeah, that's right, little girl. I'm Zeus Meridian, private ear.
0: I'm Mary Farfisa. Hello. And this is my friend, Witchway. Way.
3: Hello.
0: Um, hi.
3: What can I do for you two ladies?
0: My friend is missing,
5: Briscoe the Space Horse.
3: You've come to the right place. Missing Space Horses are one of my specialties.
5: So we here. Excuse me, but why is your floor all covered up with crumpled up balls of paper, Zeus Meridian?
3: Oh, that. I'm trying to write a detective novel, a hard-boiled tale of what it's like to be a private ear in the mean streets of Moxo Boxo. The only problem is I'm a lousy writer. Oh, I can get the action down right. I can pull plots for the story from my real-life cases, but it's the flavor I can't quite get right. My writing's flat and unartistic. It's got no poetry. Every time I try to wax poetic, I fall flat on my face.
5: A private ear waxing poetic It sounds a little unappealing.
3: My other big problem is the hero's name. I just can't think of one. It has to be something catchy, something exotic and memorable, not a dull ordinary name like Zeus Meridian.
5: Maybe you're trying too hard. Maybe you should just relax and tell your story. And as your characters come to life, their names will be revealed to you. Hmm,
3: you know that might work. As long as I'm not as lousy a writer as I think I am.
5: You're not a lousy writer. If you were, you wouldn't keep trying after crumpling up all those pages on the floor.
3: Thanks, which way? That's very kind of you. You've got a good heart.
5: And it has a lifetime warranty and free annual tune-ups.
0: Um, Mr. Meridian, to find briscoe now
3: what oh briscoe your space horse
0: yes i'm really worried about him
3: well let's see then let me ask you some questions is briscoe a white space horse with purple mane yes and does he wear little round red spectacles
0: yes that sounds just like briscoe
3: (laughs) well then look behind you i think i just found him
2: Ugh! i can fly for days in space but these stairs knock me out I don't know what people see in them. Why not just have everything on the first floor?
0: Brisco, where were you?
2: I was at the Music Box Gallery, just like I told you I'd be. Then I went to meet you, as we agreed, but you weren't there.
0: I waited for you a long time, Briscoe, and after a while, I got worried. So I came here to get a private ear to look for-
3: Listen
2: for- You. But Mary, I was only a few Mickey dots late. I left the Music Box Gallery and I went straight to the spot we were supposed to meet at and you weren't there. Luckily, there was a robot information jewel and it told me where to find you.
5: Something is not right here. You were much later than a few Mickey dots?
2: Oh, hi, which way?
0: How did you know it was her?
2: It takes more than a couple of flutterby wings to fool me, Mary. Fresco. But now that you mention it, it is strange. It's dark out now. But it was late afternoon when I left the Music Box Gallery. If I really was as late as you're saying, then where was I? And why don't I remember where I was?
0: What's happening?
2: There's a huge ball of bright light forming in the middle of the room. It's forming itself into a shape.
5: Yes. It's becoming box-like.
2: Very box-like. I think that's because it's a box.
5: A toolbox.
2: A giant toolbox. A toolbox with a door on it. A giant
3: toolbox has just appeared in my office. That's going in my novel.
5: I know that toolbox. How extraordinary. The door is opening, and a sophisticated-looking, white-haired gentleman and a little girl in a very proper blue dress are stepping out.
0: It's Handyman Howe!
6: Who? Not who, How? I'm Handyman Howe!
0: Handyman Howe! What are you doing here?
6: I'm here to fix things, of course.
0: Who is that girl you're with, Handyman Howe? Is that your assistant?
6: Yes, her name is Jane Surrah.
7: That's Jane Surrah with an exclamation point. Jane Syrah. Um, okay. The exclamation point is my trademark, so don't forget it. Who's this little girl with the round head, Handyman How? I don't have a round head. That's my
0: space helmet, and don't even think about tapping on it.
6: This is Mary Farfisa, Jane Sarah. She helped me out on the planet Never Ever Ever.
7: Oh, so you're the one who tried to (laughs) steal my job. I did
0: not try to steal your job. I only helped Handyman How out for a day on Never Ever Ever because it was your day off and he needed an assistant.
7: Oh, mm mm-hmm. I'll bet. You're just one of a gabillion girls in the universe who wants to be the assistant of Handyman How and travel all over space and time in the toolbox. Every time I take a day off, someone tries to (laughs) steal my job.
0: Well, I wasn't trying to steal your job. I was just trying to wake up everyone on Never Ever Ever because... They had been put to sleep by a lullaby and couldn't wake up.
2: I don't remember that adventure. You slept
6: through it. What? Not what. Who? I mean, how? I'm Handyman How.
7: I don't like these two. Handyman How.
6: Nonsense, Jane Sarah. Mary Farfisa is a very nice girl. And she's very helpful. And she's not trying to steal your job. Are you?
0: No. I don't want Jane Syrah's job And I have quite enough adventures in my life Without following Handyman How around I have Briscoe, And we travel all around space And, well, not around time We don't do time travel
6: Not yet, anyway Hmm? Oh, nothing
0: Well, anyway, I don't want your job And I don't
7: want to be an assistant to anyone Well good, because the only one smart enough to be Handyman Howe's assistant is me, Jane Seurat.
2: With an exclamation point.
7: It's her trademark. You and your pony may have had some little adventures in outer space, but you two could never handle the adventures that Handyman Howe and I have. Oh yeah?
0: Well. We found a long-lost musical instrument the size of a planet called the Padiddy Whistle.
7: Oh yeah? Well, we discovered Ludwig von Lederhosen before he was famous and helped him write his first symphony.
0: Oh yeah? Well, we recovered the sounds
7: and voices of the extinct dinosaurs on Wobby. Well, we cloned our own dinosaur from a toenail fragment and taught it how to tidy up around the toolbox. We crash-landed on a planet full of werewolves and got out without a scratch. We went back in time to the first few seconds of existence and destroyed a monster that would have eaten everything you've ever known or seen before it even came into being. Oh yeah? Well we um we we found a long-lost
0: musical instrument the size of a planet called the Pedetti Whistle!
4: Ha <laughs> ha!
6: Really, Mary Farfisa and Jane Surrah. We have bigger things to talk about than which one of you has had more adventures or why Mary is trying to steal Jane Sarah's job.
0: I'm not!
6: There is something going on here that could well decide the past, present, and the future of all Moxo Boxo. That's why I, Handyman Howe, have come to Moxo Boxo. I'm gonna figure out what's causing the big nothing and stop Moxo Boxo from vanishing. And all of you are going to assist me.
2: For the exciting conclusion of the marvelous music box of Moxo Boxo. You mean that's it? I want to know how it ends. Mary Farfisa's Outer Space Radio Theater is written and produced by Jim Sheff. I can't wait till next week. I might perish. Starring Kara Albach as Mary Farfisa. Yeah, she was good. She sings good. Leslie Baker. As Witchway. Way. Yeah, I like her too. Jim Sheff as Briscoe. He's okay. Jamie Hassapis as Handyman How. Oh, Handyman How's great. Katie King as Jane Sarah. Oh, she's got an attitude. April Stalder played the robot Jewel. Yeah, that was a shiny performance. Get it? And Tim Stokes played the shopkeeper and Zeus Meridian, Private Ear. He's a tough guy.
0: Mary Farfisa and today's Mary Farfisa's Outer Space Radio Theater Adventure are copyright 2017 by Jim Sheff, all rights reserved.
2: Don't forget next week, part two of the marvelous music box of Moxo Boxo. i be there.